Greetings to all that are listening. I do greet you in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the Most High God. And on this segment, I want to discuss something that the body of Christ definitely needs to be prepared for. This message is more of an edification message and a message that should definitely bring conviction to the body. Now, I personally believe that this is definitely going to be one of my favorite segments on this podcast. And there's obviously some reasons behind that. Number one being that the times that we're living in, many of my listeners need to hear this. They need to hear the truth. They need to hear something that will touch their hearts and will convict them and will truly make them question if they're truly walking on this narrow path or if they're just playing church. You get what I'm saying? Or if they're just operating through a religious spirit. And I want to read from Daniel chapter 3. And the topic that I'm going to be discussing is, will you bow? The reason why I ask that is because we're living in a time now where people left, right, and center are bowing. They're bowing to the government. They're bowing to BLM. They're bowing to political parties. They're bowing to organizations. They're bowing to the WHO, the CDC. They're bowing to the spirit of fear. They're bowing to the spirit of doubt. And ultimately, they're bowing to the spirit of Antichrist. When we read in Daniel chapter 3, and that's where I'm going to be reading from. I'm actually going to be skipping around there, but my main focus is actually Daniel chapter 3. And what I want to touch on first is let's look at verse 2. And from there, we'll work and we'll cook up something real nice, right? Amen. So if we start at Daniel chapter 3 and at verse 2, it says, Then Nebuchadnezzar the king sent to gather together the princes, the governors, and the captains, the judges, the treasurers, the counselors, the sheriffs, and all the rulers of the province to come to the dedication of the image which Nebuchadnezzar the king had set up. Right? At verse 3, it says, Then the princes, the governors, and captains, the judges, the treasurers, the counselors, the sheriffs, and all the rulers of the provinces were gathered together unto the dedication of the image that Nebuchadnezzar the king had set up. And they stood before the image that Nebuchadnezzar had set up. You see, during the time of Daniel, what they were seeing is that Nebuchadnezzar, who was king, he set up an idol. He set up something that would lead many into spiritual fornication, idolatry. You see, he set up something where because many were fearful, they were scared, they didn't want to deal with the consequences, they would bow. You see, when Nebuchadnezzar set up that statue, right, many who saw that possibly, they were probably, they probably had knowledge of the Most High. Many of them did because I know that there were Jews there in Babylon 
And when we read, we'll see how certain Jews didn't bow, but many bowed to the statue that Nebuchadnezzar built up. And that statue, that idol that he built up, can be a comparison to the many idols that are being built up today. Many of the different things that are being erected that are um, that are really causing many in the body to bow. Many of these organizations and these churches is causing them to bow. Look at COVID, look at the masks, look at all the different things and the various different agendas that have been established that are causing many to bow. <clears throat> Just look at the world that we're living in now. You can't even go to the store without wearing a mask. And when the vaccine comes out, they're definitely going to mandate that. And you know what's crazy? Many of the folks who are saying that they're not going to take it are going to bow down and take it. Why? Because of fear, anxiety, doubt. They're, they're not rooted in the God that they serve. They're building up idols today of different, different constructs that will inevitably lead people to bow down to the Antichrist. It is conditioning the minds of the people in the world, the unbelievers, the, the people who are in the secular realm. Amen. And it's also conditioning the people who classify themselves as believers. It's conditioning them and it's preparing them to bow down to the man of sin, the son of perdition. That is what it is leading them to. Don't be deceived. Everything that is happening is in a sense conditioning everybody for the new world order, for the global reset. Nothing that is happening today is a coincidence. Everything that is happening today is because of one prophecy and two, because this world doesn't love the son of God, Jesus Christ. Amen. So when we see these different movements being erected, we see the violence going up, sexual, immor um, sexual immorality arising, going rampant, pornography going crazy, right? We're, we're starting to see a ton of um, uh, anger, unforgiveness. Anger. I just said anger, but um, <laughs> we're, we're starting to see a lot of hate, bitterness, jealousy, envy, strife. You know, we're starting to see more people loving themselves more than they love God. Amen. So all of this stuff was prophesied about, but it's all idols that are being erected that are ultimately there to see where you really stand? Are you truly steadfast in the Lord? Are you prepared for us to come? Now, many of the folks who are listening to me may be liars and may be like, man, I'm prepared for us to come, but many aren't. And that's the truth. Because when you simply evaluate and you, you take off your carnal glasses and you put on your spiritual glasses and you finally understand the time that we're living in, that's when you'll wake up. That's when you'll finally realize that, man, the stuff that we're seeing was prophesied about back in the Bible days. Look at the fires that are burning out Cali. Folks are dropping dead. Look at COVID, dropping people dead. Violence in the streets arising is dropping people dead. The streets are on fire. People are dropping dead. It's havoc. And like I said, it's all to condition the minds of the people to accept the man of sin, the beast, the antichrist.
This whole entire real system that we know has to collapse. Our economy, everything has to collapse. But what are they going to do? They have to build an idol to get the people straight away. So then they, they kind of lose focus of what's going on and it distracts them. And then when everything goes down and because you were so attached to this world, what are they going to do? They're going to look to the man of sin. They're going to look to that idol that was erected. Mm-hmm. And it's going to force everyone to bow. And I ask again, will you bow? So let's go to verse five. Actually, let's start at verse four. Praise the name of Jesus. It says, then an herald cried aloud to you is commanded, O people, nations, and languages, that at what time ye hear the sound of the cornet, flute, harp, sackbut, psaltery, dulcimer, and all kinds of music, ye fall down and worship the golden image that Nebuchadnezzar, the king, hath set up. And whoso falleth not down and worshipeth shall the same hour be cast into the midst of a burning, fiery furnace. Therefore, at that time, when all the people heard the sound of the cornet, flute, harp, sackbut, psaltery, and all kinds of music, all the people, the nations, the languages fell down and worshipped the golden image that Nebuchadnezzar the king has set up. Amen. So, let's look at verse 4 through 7. <laughs> this is kind of like an analysis. I'm not trying to do a commentary, but I'm, I'm trying to just drop some knowledge into the body. You see, the herald cried aloud and he told the people that the king, that's what they're going to use. Um, a man with, <laughs> uh, a man with secular power. You see, um, God raises up kings and he takes them down. But these folks, they, they idolize their king their their fleshy king amen same how many today idolize trump they they idolize obama you see because many of the folks who love trump so much claim that they're christians and then as soon as trump goes mandates a vaccine they're going to be the first ones to go take it why because they put their trust in trump i remember many of the christian folks who were like man i'm not wearing a mask and then as soon as trump came out and said that he's pro mask man that's when they started putting on the mask it's a bunch of hypocrites. A bunch of them are hypocrites. And all hypocrites will have their part in the lake of fire, which burneth day and night, where the worm dieth not, where you will be tormented in the presence of the Lamb and the holy angels. Why? Because you wanted to be a hypocrite. You wanted to put your trust in a man, and you didn't want to put your trust in God. You put your trust in God. You don't put your trust in a man on this earth. You put your trust in Jesus Christ. That's who we put our trust in. Amen. There's a song out there, and I heard it the other day. It said, I put my trust in Jesus, my anchor to the ground, my hope and firm foundation. He'll never let me down. And that's what we stand by. That's what we are rooted by and grounded by. That's what we live by. We live by him, through him. We abide in him. Amen. Because Jesus said that if we don't abide, um, like if we don't abide in him, we can't do anything, right? You know, like if we don't um, hold on to him, we can't even bear no fruit. We can't be saved without him. We have no access to the Father without him. Amen. So when many people heard this, they fell down. At, um, at verse 7, 
It said the nations, the languages fell down and worshipped the golden image that Nebuchadnezzar the king had set up. You see, the command went, for, um, went forth from the um, herald. It went forth. He said, do this or you're going to get tossed into the fiery furnace. And the moment that that command went out, praise the Lord. You see, many people who preach about Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego, and they, they don't preach this part. Why? Because they're going to bow down when the time comes. You see, the significance of Daniel chapter 3 is what was erected. And because they knew who they were in God, because they knew um, who they were in Jesus Christ, they didn't let the pressure make them fall to the ground. You see, when the herald commanded them to bow down, and whoever didn't bow down would be um, cast into, they would be cast into the fiery furnace. Many got scared. Many, and like I stated um, previously, many who possibly even had a knowledge of the Most High, what did they do? They bowed down. And many today, many of these churches, many of these believers today who are a part of these worldly organizations, these Joel Osteen churches, these Elevation churches, these Hillsong churches, many who are a part of these T.D. Jake churches, Benny Hinn, many of um <laughs> many of these guys man uh there's another guy his name is like kenneth copeland man those guys who follow up with these carnal satanic men they will all bow down why because they were not rooted in god they're attached to this world so then whenever the man of sin is revealed they'll be so deceived because satan blinded their eyes so then they will bow down and literally worship, hallelujah, that image. They'll worship him. Do you see where I'm going? We're living in a time where many are already bowing down. Churches are putting BLM on their um, churches. They're making public statements, holding hands with the world. Amen. And uh, many other churches are getting involved with these different social movements, man, these gay movements, man. And, you know, um, <laughs> sexual um like the lgbt stuff man like all of these churches are getting involved with the different things of the world they're going out there marching with the world they're they're holding hands with the world they 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 want to bring in politicians they they want to be so in tune with the world why because they don't want people to look at the church bad they don't want people to look at the church and say oh you know, the church didn't say nothing. Yes, stay out of this stuff of the world. The scriptures calls us to be separate. Many of the people in the church are getting caught up in the world. And you know what's that going to lead to? That's going to lead to the great falling away. Many are going to fall away and many will be deceived, man. Go and watch an NBA game, man. They're kneeling, they're bowing. Same way how they bow down. Same way how they commanded everyone to bow down. And whoever didn't bow down, what will happen? They'd be persecuted. That's what's happening today, man. We're seeing a bunch of sheep bowing down. In these times, man, I saw somewhere, in these times where everybody's being a sheep, God is calling you to be a lion, to stand up with boldness. If it costs you your job, if it costs you getting kicked out of college, 
if it costs you being kicked out of your home, stand with God. Stand with the Lord. Stand with Yah. Stand with the Lord. Don't leave him. Hold on to him. No matter what it costs you. They have to fire you from your job because you won't make no solidarity with no social movements. Let them fire you. The Lord will provide you with something better. He might even give you your own business. If they want to fire you and not bring you back to campus because you won't take the vaccine, that's fine. And let them fire you. Let them do what they want to do with you. We're not bowing in this generation. We're going to stand up strong, right? We're going to be wise as serpents. We're going to be wise. We're going to use wisdom. We're going to walk in the spirit. We're going to walk in truth. We're not going to be deceived in these last days, man. The enemy is using people in these last days, vessels. And because people who may not be steadfast in Christ are seeing what the world is doing, many who are professing themselves to be believers are bowing like hypocrites. They're bowing to the conservatives. They're bowing to the liberals. They're bowing like hypocrites. The only one we bow to is the Lord Jesus Christ. That's the only man that we bow to. We don't walk in the ways of this world. We, we are not carnal as believers. And I know that there may be some unbelievers that are listening to me, but let me tell you something. Those who make this Christian walk seem easy, it's not. You have to deny yourself, pick up your cross, follow the Lord. Amen, hallelujah. You have to walk in wisdom because many false prophets have gone out into the world and they're looking to deceive the people of God every day. They're looking to cause distractions, chaos, and many will fall away. Many will think that they are abiding in the Lord, but the truth is that they have fallen away spiritually and they don't even know that they've fallen away. Why? Because they've been deceived. They think that by doing their little devotions and their prayers and still getting involved with the world even though that they may not be doing the mainstream sins though they're still holding hands with the world oh my gosh be not of the world don't even get involved in the world and because of them putting culture over kingdom they're falling away spiritually and don't even know it they they don't even know that they're falling away Many people have already fallen away and they don't even know that they've fallen away. I'm telling you, man, search the scriptures. Make sure you have a relationship with the Lord God. The time is coming, man, where many will not endure sound doctrine. And I believe that that's today. Many aren't. But anyway, guys, I'm getting off track. <laughs> I'm getting off track. At verse 11, I'm going to skip up because I'm running out of time. So at verse 11, Amen. It says, And whoso falleth not down and worshipeth, that he should be cast into the midst of a burning fiery furnace. At verse 12. And it states that there are certain Jews whom thou hast set over the affairs of the province of, ba um, of Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. These men, O king, have not regarded thee. They serve not thy gods, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. Body of Christ, believers, can they say that about you? Can they say that you don't serve their gods, nor worship the golden image which thou or they have set up? Can they say that about you? Or, or are you bowing down and worshiping their gods and their false idols and their false images? Wake up, people of God. These are the last times. 
Then at verse 13, it says that Nebuchadnezzar in his rage and fury commanded to bring Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Then they brought these men before the king. Nebuchadnezzar spake and said unto them, Is it true, O Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? Do not ye serve my gods, nor worship the golden image which I have set up? Now, if ye be ready, that at what time ye hear the sound of the cornet, flute, harp, sackbut, psaltery, dulcimer, and all kinds of music, ye fall down to worship the image which I have made? Well, but if ye worship not, ye shall be cast the same hour into the midst of a burning, fiery furnace. And who is that God that shall deliver you out of my hands? Amen. Look here. Um, the scripture, he, he's posing a threat. He's posing a threat. And I want you to see how they responded. They didn't bow down. Here's what. And the mistake that Nebuchadnezzar made was when he brought the Lord into it. He said, who is he that shall deliver you out of my hands? You see, the Lord delivers his people. He delivers your soul. He delivers his children. Amen. You see, and he basically said that if you don't worship my image, here's the consequence. But I want you to see how they responded at verse 16. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we are not careful to answer thee in this matter. That's basically saying that we don't have to answer you. And at verse 17, it says, if it be so. Our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning, fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of thine hand, O king. But if he doesn't, scripture says, but if not, be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve thy gods, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. You see, they said, even if he doesn't deliver us, know that we will not bow down nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. I could probably finish here because I'm actually going over my time, but the spirit of God is moving. They said that even if God does not deliver us, know that we will not bow down. To all my pre-tribulation rapture uh, listeners, if a pre-trib rapture does not come, Will you still stand firm in God or will you bow down? Many of you um, folks who, who believe in the white Jesus or you, you folks who believe in the black Jesus, regardless of what color he is. If you found out that Jesus was a different color than what you expected him to be, will you still serve him? My gosh, some people can't receive this message. Will you still stand firm in God and not bow down, even if he doesn't deliver you? Mm. Think about that. When the time comes when you have no food in your house, you're low on water. When your family is probably dead. When everything is going the wrong way and the only way to survive is to take the mark of the beast. Will you take it or will you say that I will not worship thy gods nor that image? I will not take it. Even if the Lord doesn't provide, which he will, but even if he doesn't come through. Just know that I'm not going to worship your God. I'm not going to bow down. 
I think that I could actually finish here. Many know how the rest of the story goes. They didn't bow, and the thing is that the Lord delivered them. He exalted himself. The Lord exalted himself, you know, because the Lord gets glory out of everything. You know, Shadrach, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, my tongue is kind of slipping. They brought glory to the Lord. The Lord is good. The Lord is worthy. Brethren, I'm actually 24 minutes in, but the Lord God is worthy to be praised. Stand firm in the Lord. Walk in the Lord. Love the Lord with all your heart. Jesus told us to love the Lord. Love God. Love Yah. Love Yahuwah with all your heart. Love Yehovah with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. Love God. Be steadfast in him. Pray for steadfastness. Pray for discernment. Pray for spiritual maturity, man. Stop getting involved in all this carnal Christianity. Uh, those who know me good know that I don't even like saying Christianity, but stop getting involved in this carnal mainstream Christian faith. Don't get involved in it. Stay away. Be separate. When you're truly walking with the Lord, trust me, man, you may not even have that many friends who are believers. Many folks are on a different wave, man. Some folks are only walking this walk. <laughs> so then they can find a wife or a husband you gotta be aware you have to use discernment especially in this fall weather man i tweeted it the other day saying this is the season where the enemy is going to be sending people into your lives man he's going to be those christian folks who are desperate for a boo <laughs> for a husband a wife mm -hmm. the enemy's going to be sending people into your life to destroy you to draw you farther away from god and i'm a testimony every time that i was supposed to draw closer to god back when i was in high school man he always sent a distraction and it always knocked me off man but every day man we're pressing towards the prize to be steadfast the enemy is working in these last days he's using pastors he's using bishops Deception is on the rise, brethren. Don't be deceived. Do not be deceived, man. Know Jesus for yourself. Don't trust your pastor. Sometimes when I have talks with brothers on, um, you know, on their beliefs, because sometimes I, you know, because I'm not really that kind of person to dodge a doctrinal talk, you know, like if you have ears to hear, I'll sit down and I'll talk with you. I want to hear what you believe. And I hope you want to hear what I believe. Sometimes when I talk to these men who believe in, um, you know, Jesus Christ being the father or God, the son, you know, they always go back to what their pastor preach. They, they trust more in their pastor than they believe in Jesus Christ in the scriptures. Because of that, many will be deceived because they put their trust in a man. And when your pastor tells you it's okay to take that vaccine, and when your pastor tells you that uh, it's okay to take the mark of the beast and wear your mask and be scared and operate in fear, you're going to do it. You need to know Jesus Christ for yourselves in these last days. I'm telling you, people of God, POGs, I'm telling you, you need to know God for yourself. You need to. I don't care what the church may believe in. Separate yourself. Many of these churches are falling away. Pray for the persecuted church, man. Because many of the churches in the United States of America have been spoiled. 
Go to church when you want. Be lukewarm, man. There's people across the seas that are being slaughtered for the name of Jesus Christ. And people are out in America playing church, man. Stop taking your walk with God for granted. Read your Bible. Pray fast. That goes for myself, too. Ever since I started this semester back and I got back um, working, it's been difficult for me to fast. I have to get back to fasting. We all need to. But brethren, my time is actually, you know, have come to an end, has come to an end. Um, and I'd like to just say thank you for listening. Look out for the website. Um, if there's anybody on this podcast that has not, that's listening to this podcast that has not been immersed in water in Jesus Christ's name, feel free to reach out to me. If anybody has not received the Holy Spirit, feel free to reach out to me and I'll call you and we'll pray together. Um, these are the last days, folks. Prepare yourself. Thank you for listening. Be blessed in Jesus Christ's name. Amen.